This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. All my feline friends, this is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Today, we have a really interesting topic. We're based in the U.S. You know, Pet Life Radio is based in the USA. But there is a lot of differences in cultures, of course, whether it's how we take care of our furry felines or what we as humans different things that are different in our cultures all over the world. And while I could probably talk about this subject for hours because I find it so fascinating, today I'm just going to talk a little bit about, well, you guessed it, cats. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back after this message. Today's episode is sponsored by Hanover Square Press and the secret language of cats. How to understand your cat for a better, happier relationship. By Suzanne Schatz. Have you ever wondered what your cat is saying? In The Secret Language of Cats, Schatz offers a crash course in cat phonics to help you crack the cat code. Perfect for the fans of The Lion in the Living Room and the Inner Life of Animals. The Secret Language of Cats by Suzanne Schatz is available for purchase today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. about cats around the world. I just want to talk about a couple of different things that I find pretty fascinating about about cats around the world. I, you know, did little, maybe a lot of research on the internet and found some really interesting things. So when I think about cats, right away, I don't know, my mind goes to Asia. Maybe it's because Hello Kitty is such a big deal in Asia, but it just goes to Asia. And although, interestingly enough, Asia does not have the largest population of cats, but a little bit more about that later. In Asia, there's actually, well, specifically Japan, there's 9.8 million cats and 13.1 million dogs It's probably one of the countries that has one of the closest relationships between the amount of dogs and cats. So that's pretty interesting. And they also, and this is in Tokyo, have many, many temples that are dedicated to cats. I think they, you know, as much as we think in the U.S. that we idolize our cats, I really think, in my opinion, that in Asia, they blow us away in, as far as how much they idolize and, I wouldn't say worship, but just appreciate. No, not appreciate. Let's just go with idolize their cats. So, just a little note there. Then, I was really curious about what countries have the most cats. And of course, it has to do with population, you know, but we're talking just sheer number. And this is what I found out. So these are my top nine countries with the most cats. And blowing all the other countries away, 
probably because of the size. The U.S. has the most cats, over 76 million cats. And the state with the highest percentage of cats on, you know, highest percentage of cats based on population is surprisingly Vermont. I'm not sure why. I would never would have guessed that, but it's Vermont. Okay. And of course, guess what the next country is with the most cats? Yep. China. 53 million. Then it takes a big drop. And we go to Russia with 12 million, Brazilian, 12 million, France with 9.6 million, Italy with 9.4 million, the UK with 7.7 million, Ukraine with 7.3 million, and Germany with 7.7 million. So pretty interesting. I do know that while... And I know our show is about cats, but dogs are the most popular pet. However, there are more cats, especially in the U.S., than dogs. And that is likely because most households that have cats have more than one. You know, if you have one cat, it's okay. But cats really, they really like to interact with each other. So most cat households have two or more. And it's... I've had so many conversations with people about their cats. It's really not uncommon for people to say, yeah, I've had three or have four or five or seven. But most popular is between two and three cats per household. Now, I found this really interesting. Some countries, and in particular Australia, have restrictions on pet ownership. And because of that, there are only 2.4 million cats and 3.5 million dogs in Australia. Now, that's a very large country, but it's not a very densely populated country. And because of the regulations for pets, that probably kind of weeds out some of the, you know, pet owners that could possibly, you know, have pets because of the various restrictions. So that's a pretty small number considering the size of the country, I would think. Now we're going to come right back and I'm going to talk to you about some of the different breeds I've discovered, some of the unique, very different breeds I've discovered and where they're from. We'll be right back after this message. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. 
This is Michelle Byrne on Catitude, and we are talking about cats around the world. And now for this second half of the show, I want to talk about the rare breeds around the world. I found a lot of information at honesttopaws.com, but I did find a lot of information otherwise. I'm kind of curious, you know, I was really looking for how people care for their pets around the world or what they feed their pets around the, you know, when I say pets, what they feed their cats around the world. But I couldn't, I didn't find a lot of info on that. So must be kind of similar, you know, a dry kibble and then kind of some kind of a wet food for cats in probably most of the country, maybe more primitive areas um, or might feed their cats, I don't know, maybe fish or bits of fish or something that they put together. But I didn't find a lot of info on that. So I found some info on rare breeds around the world, and I thought, wow, that is pretty interesting. I want to share that with all my feline friends on Catitude. So we're going to start with, and they're not in any particular order, but from Thailand, there is a breed called the Cow Mani. I hope I'm saying that right. It's K-H-A-O-M-A-N-E-E. So, Kalmani, it means white gem. This cat is beautiful. It's pure white. It has kind of a little bit of large ears. Their eyes are beautiful. They're either blue or brown. But, well, although it's rare, it's not extremely rare. And they can have one brown eye and one blue eye. If you want a pure, fluffy, pure white cat, this is the one for you. Now, this is another interesting cat I found. It's called the American Curl, and it's from America. And what it is, is this, the cat is born with straight ears. And over time, they curl to resemble a shell, which that's, I could think that's kind of cool. I don't know how or what the genetics are for that, but the ear just changes, which is kind of interesting. Now, this cat is also from the U.S. There's a lot of breeders making cats, un- very unique cats in the U.S.A. I, I, we kind of, kind of uh, are they, uh, the U.S. Is, is in the majority on this list, although even though I'm from the U.S., I'm not biased, but it just so happened to be like this. And most people have never heard of this one. It's called the Munchkin, and it was born from a genetic mutant, and they have very short legs. So they're cats, I think, and I'm not sure, but I think everybody knows about Grumpy Cat. I think Grumpy Cat is a Munchkin. The cats, I might be wrong, so if they're wrong, shoot me the emails, that's fine. But they look like Grumpy Cat. They have kind of a smushed up face and they have very, very short legs. They're just adorable. They're so cute. This cat takes a lot of heat. I just had IMO show on my show and he has, I think, four of these cats, three or four of these cats. They're called the Sphinx Cat. They're a hairless cat from Canada. They were created by accident. And it's when a mama cat gave birth to a hairless male cat. And basically, the whole breed started from three cats, which is kind of cool. And they're not a very old breed either. They've only been around, I think, the last probably 50 years or less. They're named after an Egyptian statue that is half cat and half human. 
probably due to their skin. They're completely hairless, and their skin has different patterns in it, which would be where you know how cats have different patterns in their fur. Well, they don't have fur, so they have different patterns in their skin. Almost the same as it would be if they had hair on their body, and even though they're hairless, you would think, oh, they don't need to be bathed that much. Nuh-uh. they need to be bathed pretty frequently. When I had IMO show on my show, he really educated me on the Sphinx cat. So he gives them baths on a regular basis, which I think is great. You've seen them; they're kind of wrinkly cats, and I think that people that are have allergies to cat hair are very excited. About this breed because they can have a cat, but with without suffering the consequences of being you know the allergy to cat hair. So that's the Sphinx from Canada. Now this cat, you might think it's the Sphinx's cousin. It's called the Devon Rex, and it's from da da Devon, England. They look like a Sphinx, but they actually have a very thin coat of hair. They're almost like bald cats with that fine, thin coat of hair. They're really intelligent. They've been known to be called monkey cats, and the pictures I saw of them—they're absolutely adorable. And I don't know if they're, you know, as hypoallergenic. Well, there are hypoallergenic cats too, but they're not on my list. But there are some. But this cat is just、um, looks a lot like the Sphinx. So if you like the Sphinx, but you want a cat with a little hair, Devon Rex—that's the cat for you. And this cat is really interesting. It was bred in the USA, and it's called the Savannah. It's a cross between a domestic cat and a. Serval, which is a medium-large-eared wild African cat, they are generally grow up can be as large as twenty-five to thirty pounds. They're known for their jumping ability. So, if you want a very energetic cat, the Savannah's for you. Again, they were bred in the USA. You like a cat that jumps and has high energy? Get a Savannah. This cat was really interesting. It's another cat in from the USA. It was、uh, bred and created in Montana. We have a lot of cat breeders in USA. It seems this is about the third one so far. This one is called the Selkirk Rex. It has curly, long hair and a thick head and body. Kind of looks like it has a perm gone bad. Kind of like a thick and cuddly kind of a cat with. Very thick curly hair. Definitely would need maintenance, you know, for brushing so that it doesn't become matted. But adorable, totally adorable cat. Now this cat I thought was really kind of unusual looking.、It、looks like a little owl. It's called the Scottish Fold. It is from Scotland. And the reason it looks like an owl, it's kind of chubby and fluffy, and the ears have a unique fold. And the cat has a very round face, which gives it the look of an owl. So I guess that's why Scottish fold, fold in the ear. I guess that's how it got its name. I'm not sure how it was created, but it's very unusual looking. And when you look at it quickly, you could have sworn you saw an owl. And you look back, and it's like, oh no, that's a cat. Or it kind of looks like almost maybe a cat crossed with an owl, but no wings, of course. Okay, this cat. Is not really recognized as far as for cat shows and that sort of a thing, except in the Ukraine and Russia. It's called the Ukraine Levkoi. It looks like a Finks, but 
The males and the females of the species look entirely different. They're from the Ukraine and Russia. And I thought it was interesting, very interesting, that the male and the female cats look entirely different. They, they otherwise look like a sphinx. They have the same kind of patterns with their hairless. They have the same patterns in their skin that where, you know, instead of where hair would be, they have skin patterns. But it's interesting to me that the male and the female are completely different. Kind of like, for the most part, humans, huh? Okay, coming up, this is the fourth cat that is born in the USA on my list of 10, and it is called the Lacoy. It is also known as the werewolf cat born in the U.S. in Tennessee. And what makes this cat unusual is that it has, its face is hairless, and its body that has a lot of black hair. Like, I've only seen pictures of the cat as a dark cat. And if you look at the face, the area around the eyes and the snout are lighter in color. So the cat looks a little bit like a werewolf, which is kind of interesting looking. You have to look this cat up. It's called the Lakoi. Lykoi, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. L-Y-K-O-I. Or also you could look up werewolf cat. Really interesting. So this kind of concludes my show of Cats Around the World. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you think about, you know, all these different breeds. Or if you have one and maybe would like to be on Catitude and we could talk more about the breed since you as, you know, the pet parent of the breed are way more knowledgeable than I am of, of this, of knowing about the breed. And I also, when it comes to all these breeds, it's interesting you can still find a lot of interesting breeds in shelters. There's, I've seen munchkin cats in shelters. I've seen sphinx cats in shelters. It's not too often. And it's usually at, you know, cat specific shelters versus, you know, like humane society where there's dogs and cats. But there's a lot of unusual cats that you could find out there. Hey, your cat might not have a special breed type, but your cat's special too, right? They all are. So if you have any questions, comments, or want to vent at me because I screwed something up, that's cool too. Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. And I'd like to thank Honest to Pause for a lot of the information that I was able to gather on cats around the world. I'd like to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for making me sound great. I'd like to thank my crew, my cat crew, which is Charlotte, the timid one, Dennis, the cat that thinks he's a dog because he's Maine Coon, and Molly, the diva, for enlightening me about different breeds and letting me know that even if we're not specific breeds, that's okay. And then, of course, my extended family. These are my community cats that we take care of. And when I say take care of, no, I don't just feed them. Feed, we give them coverage during cold weather. We have fixed both of them, and we take care of them with flea medication. And when I say coverage during cold weather, we're in the south, so cold weather might be like 50 degrees. But to cats from the south, that's a lot. So... They have a heated house. Yes, you heard correctly. Sammy and Jethro have a heated house. And I'd like to thank them for 
let me make their lives better. And then in turn, making me feel better about being able to take care of them. And then, of course, thank you to everyone listening. We have some more great shows coming up. I have, in the near future, a guest from England that will be on my show. I'm so excited to have her. And some other great stuff in the works. Stay tuned. We have some great shows coming up on Catitude. And please, again, reach out to me, Michelle, at PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.